You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And, uh, Matt, our DFS lineup on our single-game standalone mm-hmm. on Monday for Monday night's Cowboys-Buccaneers game. We hit that out of the park. No, so we crushed it. Crushed it. Now, that being said, we finished uh, 250th out of about 24,000 yeah. uh, entries. We had Dalton Schultz in the captain's chair. That was uh, crazy. Forty-two dollars or forty-two point seven five points because he gets a point and a half yeah, for yeah. every point he, that he scores. It's huge. Uh, Kept our, your tight end theme going for the weekend too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had C.D. Lamb at sixteen dollars and eighty cents. He caught that touchdown. He was that worth helped. it, right? Uh, Dak Prescott at thirty-nine six thirty-nine point six points. If he instead of running that one play, the naked boot into the end zone. Mm-hmm. If you notice on that play, Schultz is standing, Schultz standing. all by himself <laughs> in the end zone, kind of like standing around. And he just kind of threw a, a half block on somebody. He was wide open. Yeah, yeah. We'd have probably won this thing. Um, Tom Brady, twenty six point oh four points. Threw sixty six passes. Yes, which is what we suspected. I thought he'd have a little more success doing it, but he threw sixty six passes. He's done. He's done. Like, people talking about where's Tom Brady going to go next year. It should be to the retirement home. Yeah, it should be go hang with your kids. You're, you know, I mean, I, I don't see it going well, but I I think he's going to be a Raider, and I think it's going to be— I think they'll regret it, and he'll regret it. Yeah, I do, too. I, I, I very mean, much do. He, he just, doesn't like getting hit anymore. No. He does things he never did, too. Like, he's throwing on the run awkwardly and yeah. against his body. and Because he doesn't want to get to take the hit. He doesn't want to get hit, and, you know, like— you know, they jinxed him to no end. He's never thrown a red zone pick. And he throws that one away, but, like, doesn't see the guy in the back yeah. of the end zone. Doesn't like, throw far enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that's not who he is or was. Yeah. Um, but he got us 26 points. Yeah, he threw the ball 66 times. You're going to be fantasy useful. Chris Godwin got us 18 and a half points. I wouldn't Evans catching that last yeah. one, too. Well, was, yeah. That's all right. Uh, but Goblin had 18 and a half points for us. He got. I think you texted me through the first quarter. He's going to have 20 catches in this game. <laughs> and I think I went back for he like He would have if he, he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was on and off the field the rest of the game uh, because he was catching all these six-yard passes and then just getting yeah. drilled. Yeah, that's their offense. <laughs> and then finally, my man Jake Ferguson got us a 32-yard catch. That was, was huge. For 4.4 points, not bad for a $200 uh, player. I thought he was 300 bucks, but yeah. <laughs> that was our shot in the dark, and we hit it. You know, We yeah. just need him really to catch one ball. Yeah, really, and that, and that four point four points that he got us allowed us to spend up for those other guys. Yeah, we had two quarterbacks. If we're four point, if four point four fewer points, mm-hmm. we probably win. Uh, we won twenty dollars and twelve cents on a five dollar investment. Sure, sure. We would have won maybe ten dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double your money instead of yeah. quadruple it. Sure. So we had final score of one hundred and forty eight point oh nine points, which was. Really good Pretty for solid. one game. I right. was very excited there for a while. There, at one point, I think we were winning like 30 bucks. We were in the top mm-hmm. 200. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, this is looking good because the, the, the Schultz thing had to be huge. The the person leading it, uh, the overall winners, depending on how many people were tied for that thing. Mm-hmm. But I looked at one point and it was like the, the winner was getting like, I want to say like $12,000 or something wow, like wow. that. Like, well, that makes sense. There's a lot could, of people in it. Yeah, we could get some serious cash here. Yeah, but, we kind of felt like we knew what we were doing on that one. Yeah. I, I thought the Bucks would be more competitive in that game. But I'm not shocked when it, maybe we'll, the way it went down. Maybe this week, since we're not necessarily picking the, all the games and those kind of things, we'll mm-hmm. do that when we go through all the games on Friday. But 
maybe we'll pick a weekend lineup and then a single game lineup for one of the games. Yeah. Like, okay. There's some fun games. Like yeah. Jacksonville, Kansas City would be a fun one to pick. There's a lot to pick from there. Yeah. Same with Bengals, uh, Bills. Bengals, Bills. Any of them would stand yeah, alone really, yeah. enough quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, let's take a look at some of the player news uh, going on in the NFL right now here on uh, the big news around the league is this guy's interviewing for OC. This guy's, you know, yeah. this is always such a weird week. Speaking or two, of, of which, uh, Jerry Dolak reporting, mm-hmm. not that this is a real surprise that uh, the Steelers plan to bring Matt Canada back. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm not surprised by this at all. He is under contract for next year. Um, I had a sit-down interview yesterday with Kenny Pickett. No, did And, uh, you know, he talked about how he wants to have better ownership of this offense next year. Okay. I think that's the move to make because you don't want your young quarterback and your young offense having to learn an entirely new one. There's so many examples of these quarterbacks that for four straight years they had a different yeah. offensive coordinator. Like, off the top of my head, Jalen Hurts for four straight years had a different – one of them was because he transferred from Bama. Right. You know, but, like, it's really hard to learn. Well, I think that that's the way it would have been for Pickett because Mark yeah. Whipple was there his senior year, mm-hmm. but I don't think Whipple was there his junior year in college. Okay. I think Pitt yeah, was changed. Right. So you'd be looking at changing offenses consistently for Pickett. Real quick, Whipple is a free agent from what I understand right now. I don't think he has a job. Yeah, he was at Nebraska. and Okay. And, uh, Do, like, could you see him, like, coming on as a offensive assistant like they hired Flores or something like that? Um, kind of Maybe. A, I mean, there, there's know. a familiarity there, and you got yeah. a lot out of Kenny. I mean, he coached here before. Right, right. Um, you know, that was under Bill Cowher, but he was the sure. quarterback's coach for Ben Roethlisberger. But the organization's familiar with him. Yeah. And the quarterback's familiar with him. Yeah. And, you know. Um, the uh, <laughs> Adam Schefter reporting the Panthers are interviewing Ken Dorsey for their head coaching vacancy. Okay. I mean, he's only been a coordinator one year. Right. That's it. Yeah, he was a quarterback's coach before. That would be a pretty quick ascension. And I think we're learning some of these quick moves like that. Mm -hmm. They don't always work out. No, no. I think you need to establish yourself a little bit more. Um, Do you put any stock in this? I didn't mean to bring this up to you. There's what? There's eight teams left in the that are alive. Seven of them are offensive head coaches in Buffalo. Do you think? There's anything to that? Because uh, I was asked about it, and I said, well, most years, Belichick, Tomlin, Harbaugh, Carroll yeah. are in the equation, and they're not barely, you well, know, either. Even you know, Vrabel. You know? Vrabel, right, yeah. right, right. right. You so, know, there so are there are some very defensive-minded coaches who are who have been very successful in the I league. think it's more fluky that yeah. the, the, out of the small sample size of eight, seven of them happen to be offensive-minded. They also yeah. have the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right, helps. Right, right. And <laughs> to their credit, Dayball helped develop Allen. And, yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know, and made Jones a better player. And, you know, um, but I don't know that I, if I was an owner, if I'm Carolina or one of these teams, boy, I better hire an offensive guru. I, I'm not them. Yeah. And I don't necessarily love the Buffalo offense. I'm not sure Allen got better this year. Right. Or the offense got better this year. Yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying. I don't know that their offense was, ooh, that looks really good. Right. But, I think it was better last year. Yeah, uh, I would I, agree I, with that. Yeah. Um, and you have Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's a nice card in your hand. You know? And a good defense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Juwan Jennings, a f- limited participant Wednesday for the 49ers. Okay. Isaiah McKenzie was a full participant Wednesday. I wonder if he's past Shakir Buffalo. or, I mean, that's, that's going to be kind interesting. Of searching there. Yeah. Shakir looks good. Um. Vikings GM uh, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa mm-hmm. said the expectation is that Kirk Cousins will return to the team for the 2023 season. 
I get that. I mean, he's under contract. They won a lot of games. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. It's not, not like they anywhere. didn't cut him. They're not cutting him. They're not trading him. But he but also... I might use a second-round pick on one. Getting old. Yeah. yeah. I might make a Ritter Corral type move, you know. Uh, Jonah Williams did not practice for the Cincinnati Bengals on Wednesday, nor did Alex Kappa. I don't think Kappa did. I didn't think Kappa had any chance to play. Yeah. Williams has a dislocated kneecap. Dis- he had that earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and he popped it back into place himself. I know that's not as bad as it sounds. This one he couldn't pop back into place yeah. by himself. What's, what happens when you have that injury the first time and it pops out? It destabilizes the area. Okay. So you're more likely to do it again. Yeah, now you're more likely to. It's like a, a sprained ankle. You're okay. more likely to roll it again while this is a knee. Well, <laughs> I think he's maybe the most overrated left tackle in the league. But Jackson Carmen's a guard, and he's the backup. Yeah. <laughs> so And he is not a left tackle. No, and the whole right side of the line. You know, by out. the way, Lyle Collins is done for the year. Yeah, I thought Kappa was too, but Kappa was probably their best lineman. Collins is probably their second. It, that game might be less scoring than people think. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bills have more offensive issues than people realize. And this O-line thing might be the end of the Bengals season. Yeah. They, I mean, if you watch that game against Baltimore, it was a bunch of six-yard. They couldn't block it. Burrow, Burrow looked like Tom Brady out there. Just yeah. get, get the ball and get rid of it. Get the ball and get rid of he it. He was at like 2.4 seconds. It almost takes Chase out of the game. Right. And he's still at a big game to their yeah. credit. I mean, I thought it was one of Burrow's best games. But it's all run after the catch for Chase. Because they had no running game. Yeah. And it was all... I can't believe guys can't block anybody. And they <laughs> yeah. still managed to win. And Buffalo's defensive line is, they'll come at you in waves. Oh, yeah. But if the Bills play like they did on offense against Miami, they're not beating Kansas City or Cincinnati. Right. So, like, I think the stock's down a little bit on both those teams to me. Uh, Where McCool- Kansas City gets to sit back and be like, yeah, watch you guys create more warts for yourself. McCole Hardman with that pelvis injury still not practicing. That's... I guess it matters. I don't know what receivers matter there and what don't It's anymore. hard, but, they, I mean, it would be another weapon that they would have mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, the speed. Uh, so, again, Justin Watson and Kadarius Toney can continue to be that number three guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, quick question for you. Yeah. Bengals, Bills. If we were on Bengals Nation Radio, do you think we'd be complaining a little bit that that game should be a neutral site, too? I mean, I know it's out of everyone's They didn't play the hand. game. They didn't play the game. I mean, like I don't care what the, the score was when when the oh, injury happened. I don't care happened. what the score was when the game happened either. It's like we didn't get our opportunity to beat you. Well, here's the thing: they're though. the only team that has a beef in the whole issue, in my opinion. It but was it, it somebody somebody nearly ball. died, so I don't want to hear that argument. Of course, at all. of course. I mean, and, there's oh, no by right the way, answer. You had an opportunity to finish with a better record than the Bills, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you played them or not, and you didn't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think if they're the only team that has a beef. If you don't lose to the Steelers in week one, you might be hosting oh, this sure, game this week. Sure. You had the op- you had 16 opportunities to be better than the Bills, and you didn't do it. Yeah, and so, they both no. played equal amount of games. Right. It's, right. Not like, it's not like Buffalo played 17 games and they played 16. Right. They both played 16. Buffalo finished with the better, the better record. better record, right. So I don't want to hear that argument at all. Yeah. I, I think they have a little bit of an argument of this should be on a neutral site. They didn't play the game. Yeah. If it, if, they, if it was a 16-game schedule, Buffalo would be the higher-seeded team mm-hmm. because they had the better they record. Wins, right. If they finished with the same record, then they would have a beef. Well, yeah. If they if lost, they if, if, they, if it came right, down to, right. like, the fourth tiebreaker, right. then I get it. And you don't get the head-to-head yeah. to change it. But otherwise, right. they both played 16 games, and you had a lesser record than yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, you didn't so. win as many games. Boom. So you go to their place. Yeah. All right, I'm cool with that. Uh, Daryl Bevel. The Dolphins offensive coordinator or pass game coordinator, quarterback coach, informed the Jets and Commanders he's declining to interview for their offensive coordinator jobs. So he's their OC? He's the 
pass game coordinator. Okay, this say, is another one of these teams: pass game coordinator, run game coordinator. Right, because it's ridiculous. McDaniel was last the OC. year. They had two two OCs, yeah. which is weird. There's a lot of talk that they can move on from the DC, who is a Flores yeah. you know, guy, but I don't see any offensive changes. No, I would not have Mike McDaniel calling plays next year. I know that. I heard this today, <laughs> which is bonkers to me, that I guess McDaniel. Don't quote me, but I, I I read this or saw it that he would like three out of four games he would call the plays and then he handed it to this dude for one just so that they would like give the league a curveball so that they wouldn't have as many tendencies. He called the plays against Buffalo. I think he's a dope. I think that's overthinking. I think he's a dope. I think he's. <laughs> I think these guys think they're smarter than what they are. I think Staley should be a defensive coordinator and I think McDaniel should be an offensive coordinator yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah and get plays in on time. And get plays in on time. Yeah. Uh, Brett Meyer. I guess he's safe. He's safe. He missed four <laughs> extra points in a row. <laughs> he made 50 of 53 in the regular season. <laughs> he had a really good year. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like that. And, oh, by the way, if he makes one of them, I push on my over-under bet. But if he makes two, I'm a lot happier. Or if the Cowboys just after the first three misses decide to go for two. Right, right, right. I mean, it was kind of comical and it didn't hurt them at all. But it was strange stuff. Right, right. That was strange stuff. But I think I would trust him too. I mean, if Boswell did that, you wouldn't give up on him. He's not one of those bottom five kickers that has no track record. Right. I mean, he's not, yeah, he's not Matthew Wright coming in and missing four extra points. I mean, he had a good year and, uh, (laughs) yeah. But wow. What's going on in his head? How about this one? The Jets are interviewing former Broncos head coach yeah, Nathaniel Hackett for the offensive coordinator vacancy. Now, Hackett is one of those guys, and this is the problem that I have with some of these guys mm-hmm. around the league that then get hired as head coaches. He had never called an offense before last year. Oh, I know. He was quarterback coach. He was the offensive was he quarterback? With Green Bay. Yeah. He was Rogers quarterback coach after yeah. McAdoo left. So now you're going to Based off of what he did last year in Denver, you're going to now make him your offensive coordinator? Right. Like you think he's a former head coach, he's overqualified for OC. I don't think he is. He may not even be an OC. (laughs) He may be a position coach. Right. And someone made a terrible hire as a head coach doesn't mean – the only reason you got hired as a head coach is they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers out of the deal. Right. And none of that worked out, (laughs) obviously. You know, So that doesn't mean he's a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. Right. Uh, former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio is being interviewed in Atlanta for their DC job. Okay, a lot of rumors. Now I that know he's, he's a good DC. I, he's a tremendous head. <laughs> seat. I mean, a lot of rumors that him and Peyton are going to go together. So I've heard this kind of stuff, which is sort of interesting. Is I think it's it's not Denver, but it's one of the re- one of the places Peyton is rumored to be interested in. Might hire Fangio before they trade for Peyton to make it more attractive for Peyton. Yeah. You know, to kind of woo him. But Fangio, if he wants to be a D.C., he can be a D.C. anyway. Anywhere. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anywhere. Uh, the <laughs> Patriots are interviewing Vikings wide receivers coach Keenan McCardell for their offensive coordinator vacancy. They've also interviewed Bill O'Brien as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as long as they hire a real O.C., that's an upgrade. It's going to be O'Brian. I assume it's O'Brien. I mean, this, I, I, if, you know, McCardell, it's nice for him to get the interview there. Yeah, and that's yeah, part yeah. of the process. He seems like an up-and-coming coach. Right? But this is, a, this is definitely a complying with the Rooney rule thing. I would imagine. I would imagine. But again, if like... you're if you're McCardo, people wonder well, why would you go through these interviews if if you know it's just to, to uh, comply with the Rooney Rule. Oh, very worth it. Because down the road you may you know interviewing is a skill. Yeah, you're right. You, you might, get might as well these, practice yeah, it. Yeah, right, take right. these things what off. Kind of and teams, what's Bill Belichick going to ask me? All all of a sudden now people are looking at Keenan McCardo and going, oh wait a second. Well, 
I didn't plan on us dis- discussing Keenan McCardell on Steeler Nation Radio today, and yeah. now we are, and now more right. people are like, oh, he's, oh, maybe he's, he's a kid. I didn't know he was the right, wide receiver's right, right, coach. Exactly, yeah. right. I remember he played for the Jags. You know, yeah. right. uh, Ken Zampezi is in. Uh, he's a commander's uh, <laughs> quarterback's coach. He is talking to the team about the offensive coordinator vacancy. Okay. I, mean, I assume he's Ernie's son. Ernie's son, yeah. yeah. So if he was Ken... Williamson, Williamson, would he right. get that interview? Would he have the job that Maybe, he has now? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but it sure helps. <laughs> a lot of that in the league. Uh, the Chargers fired linebackers coach Michael Wilhite. Yeah, my take on the Chargers was Staley. Somebody gone, had to. And so the OC took the, the hatchet, and yeah. now they're probably saying you got to make some other changes. Uh, the Cardinals interviewed former Colts head coach Frank Reich for their head coach vacancy. Mm-hmm. I think Coach Flores has been linked to there, too, a little bit. Well, they— who knows what's going on with that? But they they did sign. They have a new GM now. Yeah, you know, they, they they took the Titans GM. The Titans hired a GM today from the Niners, who has is uh, Maurice Carthon's son, Rand Carthon. So some of those pieces are starting to fall into place yeah. too. With... Rand Carthon interviewed for the Steelers GM job last year. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he's a real up and comer, from what I understand. Uh, the Cardinals have also requested permission to interview Broncos defensive coordinator Eliro. Or if I can't. Yeah, I, it, I don't know how to pronounce his name I don't either. Know, it's, it, but the last name is Ivaro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his first name. I think it's a hero. Him and the former head coach who we just talked about uh, were best men at each other's weddings. Yeah. This guy was a hit, though, for the Broncos. Yeah. Taking over for Fangio. Uh, ben Johnson, the Lions OC. Lions, yeah. You go from hero to Ben Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has uh, decided to remain with the team for 2023. I mean, he's had one really impressive yeah. year. People are talking about, oh, we should hire him as an OC or as a head coach. Head coach, like that's not the same skill set. Don't you want to see him... it another year? Yeah, just like, like nobody had ever about. heard of Ben Johnson other than the track star. No, right, prior right, to right. this season. I mean, by week ten, I was like, I forget his name, but it's some common name for the Lions. <laughs> he's doing a great job, you know. Yeah, doesn't mean he should be the head coach the next year. No, in the NFL. No. Um, Brandon Scherf for the Jaguars did not practice. Hmm, okay. So that's interesting. He's actually stayed pretty healthy this year. Yeah. You know, he's been a hit for them. Absolutely. A lot of people talking about the Jags free agent class. Scherf, Ingram, Zay. They spent Kirk. a lot of money. They spent a lot of money, but they're they got quality players. They spent a lot of, of money yeah. on offense around that young yeah, quarterback. Yeah, that's it's not just... a bad move. Yeah. Uh Dan Quinn in our final one here. Uh the Colts have requested permission to interview Dan Quinn for their head coach vacancy. He's, okay. of course, been a head coach before. Yeah, I give some of these coaches a lot of credit because he came from the Carroll cover three, very generic, run the same defense over and over, and he's kind of reinvented himself. He throws yeah. a lot more stuff out there. Took a, I think he took a year off, You know, took a step back and said, I can do more than that, and he seems to be reinventing himself, which is great. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, you, what, you, not, but, what yeah. you have to do. I mean, yeah. Um, you get pigeonholed into these schemes that start to get outdated. Well, you're going to get get passed by. Yeah, we just do what I do, and then you. Do, here's the problem that you run into as an NFL coach. You go down. Okay, you you make plans during a season. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Once the season starts, that's what you're going to do. Right. I mean, you're not you're going not, right into you're not reinventing the right, wheel right, in the right, middle right. of a season. Right. So then you can't make massive changes until after the season. Well, when you're a successful coach like that, you're not going to 
why tweak it or right or it's a massive not success and you get fired and you can't make the changes you would have <laughs> right, made yeah. too you know there's a lot of flaws with all of this I it's mean, it's very difficult the other thing that makes me crazy too I, I always think this week or two after the season is the weirdest time of the year in the NFL because half the teams are trying to win and win the Super Bowl the other half are firing people or worried about the Senior Bowl or yeah. don't get a new offense coordinator or linebacker coach or whatever and meanwhile like D'Amico Ryan's in with the Niners right now, has four head coaching interviews. Well, he needs to create a game plan to right. stop that press card. Yeah, it's you know, kind, of I mean? a, like, kind of a big deal. I mean, now they Zoom these things. It's not like it was pre-COVID where you're flying around. But but it's still an hour, hour and a half that you're taking out of your schedule. At least. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to prepare for a head coaching job, you can't just be like, ah, I'll call you back in 10 minutes. You know, I'm working on you know our, our new blitz package. Speaking of the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, Steelers uh, defensive backs coach Grady Brown oh, will yeah, be the defensive cool. coordinator for the North team, it's as well advantage. as uh, Denzel Martin, will be, uh, who is their assistant outside linebackers coach. He'll coach outside linebackers for the North squad. Massive advantage. For the national squad, I should say. If you yeah. can have a coach. On the ground. On the ground, in the meeting rooms, getting to know their personalities. Does this guy learn quickly? Everyone can see what happens on the field, including practice. I like this better this year because they used to just bring in, okay, last year, for example, when I was there, the Jets and the the Jets and the Lions were both there. always two terrible teams. Yeah. Right, right, right. We're both there coaching those teams. Well, geez, who had two of the best, better drafts this year? (laughs) Yeah. They got to see those guys firsthand on the field, this is in the smart. classroom, yep. doing that. So now everybody gets an opportunity. Yep. All, a bunch of different teams are, are represented here. And they let, they let a young up-and-coming coach usually, yeah. often a minority. Get For a guy like Grady Brown, like this that. is an That's awesome opportunity. Awesome opportunity. And then you report back to the front office. Yeah, I really like that guy. Or that, I don't, that guy can't learn to save his life. Or, yeah. you know, or I, I don't like being around him. But, boy, this other dude that no one's talking about, he could play for us. Yeah. You know? Not that only that, but I, and you don't do a ton of game planning or things of that nature. No, you're not even allowed to blitz. I right. Mean, I mean, but it gives, right. it gives these coaches an opportunity to, again, Grady Brown, a defensive backs coach. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting an opportunity to be a coordinator. Exactly. Right, 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 right. He's going to call plays. He's going to line everybody up. He's gonna, this is our first team. This is our second team. You're right. He's doing head coach it's a big deal. stuff. Your coordinator stuff. Yeah. So, no, I think that's really important. Yeah. And a big thing he'll learn, too, is like, boy, everybody struggled on Tuesday. It was a mess. These three guys they got better on Wednesday. Then they got better on Thursday. Then they're, just right in their, they're yeah. asking the right questions on Friday, gearing up to the game. Like, He'll be fine in camp, you know. Right. It goes to Tomlin, hey, you know, this guy will catch on and quick in our camp. Yeah, it's different than just sitting in the stands or, you know, even standing on the sideline and watching these guys practice. Sure. Or, You're, or interviewing them yeah. and they're asking, you know, real staff answers and, you know. You know, you know that they've up. they've been yeah. coached up to do those things, right. yeah. So And they also see, which is huge, you're sitting there, you know, Sears linebacker coach is going to be there. Well, who's the leader in this linebacker room right. of a dozen dudes or eight dudes Who that are studs, just met? Yeah. They've all been alphas. They just met. Who's the who's the top dog here that everyone's listening to and following? You know, that's important. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why they drafted Marquise Pouncey because he yeah, was yeah. he was that guy at Florida. And who's the guy that says I'm not playing special teams? I'll run down here and jog, but I'm a star. I'm not doing that. anybody that does that in the Senior Bowl is nuts. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But but some you know come with different enthusiasm with that yeah. kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. blocking as a wide receiver or things like that. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, which it's on a hiatus now, but mm. we'll still mention it. Uh, the Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. 
They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. And, Matt, I did want to mention, I want to do, uh, as we uh, sign off here on the show, mm-hmm. I want to thank everybody out there for listening to our show. Uh, <clears throat> just found out last week we were these top, we were a top 10 rated show in the entire NFL. Yeah, of all the shows of all 32 teams, the drive is killing it. Yeah. And, and uh, skyrocketing up the boards. Let's the go to number one. There, the people out there listening, the people out there downloading the show, make that happen. We appreciate that. Uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition, and hopefully you listen to more, of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.